everybody, it's Chris from CRT Sports Cards, and thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. Good morning, everyone. May 26, 2020, and welcome to the sixth episode of the Project 2020 show. Before we begin, thank you to everyone who has recently subscribed to the channel. We crushed our goal again. I'm out over 430 subscribers, and I would love to be over 500 by the time we record episode 7 tomorrow. So if you're not subscribed, please hit that button. Now, let's get back to Project 2020. Hey, I hope you had a great Monday and you're able to pick up your pre-orders for the two cards that were released yesterday. I know that I still need to purchase mine for my pre-order customers and then the extras I'm going to buy. But I think it's very, very clear. What we're seeing right now is unprecedented. The numbers are off the charts and it, this is a whole new ball game in, in Project 2020. Any kind of preconceived notions you might have had of this product or how to flip this product, I think are completely out the window. The simple fact that we now have a card that was printed over 33,000 times reach $75, $90 literally the day after the pre-order window closes is just unbelievable. And it's so exciting to be part of this because what we're seeing is just unprecedented. I mean, any preconceived notion that you had of this project or how to flip it, I think it's out the window now. I mean, my original strategy and how I spoke about it on a couple of episodes ago in basically my furloughed series is taking 10 extras taking five and flipping those five to pay for the 10 and then holding on three and two in different time windows because the cards were going up slow and it was sort of a slow burn, but you could flip five pretty easily to cover your buy-in. I mean, now I'm almost thinking I'm going to, as I get my 10 extras or more of a players, for example, like I loaded up on the Taylor Thomas because I predicted that would be a shorter print than it was. And so now I'm thinking about do I just wait and sell one to pay for the 10 and then go from there? Like I ended up selling five Thomases or Taylors uh, for, for Frank Thomas and those paid for the 25. Yes, I could have waited a little bit longer and maybe had three pay for it or two pay for it. But I just think it's fantastic that I was able to take five to pay for the 25. But from an overall flip perspective, we have to rethink everything. I mean, the new baseline for these cards maybe is 25, 30,000. And we're only going to go up from there. So, I mean, if the new baseline, 25, 30,000, where does that put the Griffey? Where does that put the Nolan Ryan? I mean, now we have these two fantastic cards today. I mean, classic designs with the Sandy Koufax and the Ted Williams. I mean, two cards from a design perspective to me that speak to an older collector, someone who maybe saw these players play. These cards are just beautiful. But where does that new bar fall? 25, 30, 35,000? I did last night around 11 o'clock Pacific Center time take a look at the pre-order data for Ken Griffey and Nolan Ryan, and those numbers are very, very surprising. Let's take a look at them right now. Also, if you're thinking or asking where do all these graphics come from or the numbers, please check out the website, crtsportscards.com. Go to my Project 2020 page, and it has everything there for you. Uh, and you can quickly reference any number that I talk about here uh, on the show. Before we speak about Griffey and the Ryan numbers, let's take a look, and it's for some context, the 24-hour pre-orders for the, the top six cards right now. It gives us an idea of what kind of velocity there is 
on the on the secondary market to how we can properly project the cards and what their print run is going to be. And so you got Mike Trout leading the way. He had 624 pre-orders in the first day. Um, also, Mike Trout, number six card, the Fuchi card, was down to 420. You know, there's some oddities here. You know, the Doc Gooden, Ben Baller, 160. To me, when you think of the Ben Baller, the group, his followers, his, his, the way he pushes stuff, they're always going to go to tops.com. There's going to be an odd, odd disparity of pre-orders to print run. And that's how I missed the Doc Gooden so, so much because the the pre-order numbers were so low on on that card through ebay but even the rochester from this weekend only had 404 pre-orders within 24 hours now look at the nolan ryan and the king griffey nolan ryan yesterday alone at 11 o'clock pacific time 475 pre-orders i mean second best to the ben baller mike trout and look at griffey 1658 in one single day there are cards printed in the set that don't have 1600 cards produced so this is incredible i mean it, it speaks to the fact that could nolan ryan put up 25 30,000 cards i mean that this could be the new baseline i mean griffey 50,000 i thought that's an insane number and, and when i'm thinking about my projections and looking at these numbers i when i try to forecast or look at what what's going to possibly happen and forecasting an outlier, I think, is irresponsible. But, I mean, look at these numbers. 1,600 pre-orders in the first day. I mean, my pre-orders sold out within 12 minutes when I put them up before Tops announced a card. So so that's where we are, 1,658 and 475 after one single day. These could be number one and number three at the end of the day when it comes to tomorrow morning. Now, though, let's look at card 89 and 90. Let's look at some classic designs for today's releases. So there it is, card 89, Sandy Koufax done by Natural. One, probably my second favorite artist due to the fact of the triangles. Um, as you can see my Gwen back here in the background, I just absolutely love Natural and his design. But let's look at the cards he has produced before this. So again here, Natural, this is his fifth card. We're gonna see a lot of people develop their, or produce their fifth card this week, unless you're Don C. We need some Don C cards. But Natural's progression, very simple. From Jackie Robinson, to Roberto Clemente, Tony Gwynn, and then Mark McGuire at 60, which blew up. And now we're at 89 with Sandy Koufax. But when it comes to the print runs for Natural, he's had nothing over 2,700, which now feels like a penny in these print runs. So this card obviously is going to completely blow up the averages, and he's going to be a top performer more than likely with this card. But look, I mean, his, his best card is 42, and this is why he's one of the lowest printed athletes. But let's now take a look at how Koufax got here with his first cards. So Sandy Koufax actually led us off day number one of Project 2020. His, he was card number two, Jacob Rochester. So there's really no baseline average performance here on the Rochester. But his uh, card 36 was Old Manilan, card 49 was Thiel, and then card 76 was, was Fuchi. This, of course, is his fifth card. But when you look at the averages here on his 30, card number 36, Old Manilan, 2488. The current average at that time before that card released was 2000 and 22 so he was 23 percent over the average his steal though was 2149 versus a current average of 2426 so he underproduced by about 12 percent there and then his his kofax fuchi came in at 6607 and that was at 7688 of an as an average so negative 14 percent so where does that leave us with with kofax and 
as a print run perspective, who knows right now? I mean, 25,000 is a baseline. I think it's it's out the window right now to, as far as how to properly project these cards. I will have a better understanding tomorrow. I'm curious how he's going to perform versus Nolan Ryan. And so we'll we'll check back in tomorrow morning with Priorita. But from a, a print run perspective, who knows right now? Now, let's look at Teddy Ballgame. Old Man Land's first card was Tony Gwynn at 16. Uh, his second one was Sandy Koufax, again, in my background today. Uh, the third one was Mario Rivera at 56. Uh, and he's also now had two cards post the Jamison Ermsey line. So the Clemente at 78. And now, of course, we have the Williams at 90. But let's take a look at the print runs on these four cards. So on the Gwynn, uh, very minimal, 1,300, one of the lowest printed cards out there. Koufax, 2488. Rivera, 1100, nearly the bottom of the list right now. And I think that'll never be touched. Uh, that'll just continue to be at the bottom going forward. And then Clemente, 8610, card 78. This is when sort of the, the first, we could see the first movement from everyone emerging into the into this environment happen with that card because there's no reason that he should have had 8600 printed after putting up nothing more than 2500. But half of this battle is about the player. Let's look at how Ted Williams has done up to this point. Ted's first card was number nine, JK5, who I think is a, the design is fantastic when you realize that he's a tattoo artist. Uh, the Fuchi was his second one at number 34. Ermsey uh, was 58. And then the F. Ted Williams was 74. Now on the averages, when it came to his first card, the JK5, 1385, the average print run before those cards, or just a couple cards, was 1651. So he missed the average by 16%. Uh, the, the Ted Williams Fuchi, 11.31, the average then was over 2,000, 44% missed to the average. The Ermsey now, which is where we sort of saw some grumblings of Ermsey show up, uh, 48.59, the average then was 3,014, so 61%. And of course, that is one of the two cards of the Jameson Ermsey line. This is when the, the set really started to take off. And then, of course, when you look at the F dot number 74, which was post the Jameson Ermsey line, you're looking at 88.97 versus an average of 74.73. So 19% over the average. So again, where does that leave us for an average projection for this card? Who knows? This is going to be fantastic to see and, and see, see how the, the pruder data goes for this card. Again, with the Ryan Koufax, these two to be very similar. I don't know. We're going to find out. This is what makes this project so darn exciting. So thank you so much for watching episode number six of the Project 2020 show. Looking forward to tomorrow and what gets released on Wednesday. See you guys tomorrow.